What are the five best performing cities for 2014? And how does the magic multiplier contribute to those rankings? I'm Brian Ellis, and this is episode number 16. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. My friends, thank you, thank you, thank you. So many of you have been so kind to stop by iTunes and leave us a five-star review that we have been fortunate to be featured very prominently on the iTunes new and noteworthy list. This brings us a lot of additional listeners and is the single biggest factor for our being able to continue this show. So if you've already given us a five-star rating, thank you so much. And if you haven't yet done so, please consider doing so right now, even while you're listening to this episode. As a result of all of those five-star ratings, we've been featured alongside and sometimes ahead of some of the biggest names in investing, finance, and business, including Jim Cramer, Tim Ferriss, Dave Ramsey, and Susie Ormond. So thank you so much. Now enough of that. Let's get on to the meat of today's show. Today, we continue in the quest to provide you, the astute self-directed investor, with ways to evaluate the economic health of local markets, as that measure is central to making investment decisions particularly in the real estate world. So let's look at something called the employment multiplier. This factor reflects how many additional jobs are created as a result of the creation of a particular type of other job. In a simple example, think about your own life. You use your paycheck to buy food, pay for services, and purchase luxuries and necessities. Your paycheck, and by extension your job, contributes to the creation of the jobs associated with the things that you pay for and purchase. With the employment multiplier studies, that factor is reduced down to a specific number rather than merely suggesting that all employment is interconnected. For example, a job in transportation may be directly tied to the additional creation of 1.66 other jobs, whereas a tech job may be directly tied to the creation of five additional jobs. A big reason you should care about this is because regions that have a plethora of high multiplier jobs have a tremendous degree of insulation from economic swings of the broader national economy. And the more independent a local area is from the broader economy, the more reliable it's going to be long-term. Employment multiplier data is available from several sources, including the federal government. But you already know how much confidence I place in the data provided by the feds. Those are the people who consistently revise their own numbers to match political objectives rather than attempting to provide accurate info. So instead of relying on Uncle Sam's data, we're going to use data from the Milken Institute, an organization I respect. The Milken Institute is a nonprofit, nonpartisan think tank founded on a belief that the power of capital markets is the key to solving social and economic challenges. Milken releases an annual list of best performing cities in the country, and one of the key indicators of high performance for these cities is a high employment multiplier. Milken specifies the following as the top five cities for 2014 San Francisco, California, Austin, Texas, Provo, Utah, San Jose, California, and Raleigh, North Carolina. But why these cities? The key lies largely in a word you've heard a lot lately, technology. Tech jobs with their employment multiplier of five are definitely on the upper end of the spectrum. Again, what this means is that five other jobs are created for every one tech job that's created. By comparison, jobs in business services and transportation have job multipliers of less than two, and general manufacturing jobs create an additional two and a half jobs. 
So while all jobs are basically good for a local economy, you can clearly see how some jobs would create much farther reaching benefits than others. How might this affect your investment decision making? One option would be to focus on regions producing a large volume of high multiplier jobs such as technology jobs. Even so, you've got to be careful to match your strategy to the market. For example, there's a plausible case to be made that investing in rental property in Austin and its suburbs could make a lot of sense. However, the same strategy would never work well in San Francisco or San Jose, as property prices in those areas are so substantially more expensive, thus driving rental cash flows below zero. But it's reasonable to think that flipping real estate could work in any of those markets subject to available inventory, as there's clearly plenty of high-value employment in the area to support property purchases. Now, tomorrow's episode will feature our ever-popular weekly Q&A segment, where I'll tackle some controversial questions, including... Why should I diversify away from the stock market if it's been profitable for me? It's not too late to send in your questions to feedback at sdiradio.com, so go ahead and do it now. And be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio on iTunes right now so you don't miss tomorrow's special Q&A session. Have a great day, my friends. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 